Oh, Tommy. Hey, Rapt is here in town, okay? So listen up. What I want you to do, I want uh, this, here's the setup from the boss, okay? I want you to let them feel like they're in the game. Right, the first half, I just want let them feel like they're actually they have a chance. Let them, let them kind of like give them, give them a bucket or two, give them a bucket of chicken or two, and just let them feel like they're in this game. But then listen to me, Tommy, Tommy. Let the head boss know. Let them know. I want you to let Burner know. I want you to let OG know. I want you to let Jules know. And I want you to let Donnie know that when the second half happens, whack them. Rub them out. And I don't want you to be soft either. I want you to make the news with this one. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Sports Ethos Toronto Raptor Podcast. And I'm your host, Mr. L. Hoopo. That's H with two O-P-O. And I'm here with A-Rod, A-R-O-D, and Mr. Max Profit. You better pay me. And listen up, folks. We're on the deep, dark streets of the NYC. And we just want to let you know what we see. And let's go. What's up, boys? What is up, Not much. Man, oh, man. You said it, say it. New York, New York, big city of dreams and everything, everything in New York. In New York ain't and always, always what, what it seems. seems. Man. Okay. Well, it was what it seemed uh, the other night. Goodness gracious. Goodness yeah. gracious. Well, yeah. let me set the table and we'll get right into it. Um, yeah, Raptors, Raptors fell 126 to 100. And... Uh, if you were to if you were to give me one word, it was under the big lights of the MSG Madison Square Garden at the Mecca. It was in New York City on a Saturday night. All the stars were out. Ben Stiller, we had Tracy Morgan, we had guys I've never even heard of just sitting there and they were getting shouts out from Matt Devlin. Like there was one guy, he touched his jacket, his blazer, and I was like, Who are you? You know, these guys, I guess you're a star. Okay, so you're out to watch the raps and RJ's return and Quickly's return. If you guys could give me one word of the vibe of that night, how would you, what would you say? What do you got? A-Rod, hit me. Stage fright. Stage fright. Yeah. They went went to uh, Madison Square Garden and uh, got the stage fright, man. You know what? First, First bucket the Raptors had was an IQ3. Mm-hmm. Off of RJ Barrett assists, mm-hmm. uh, you know RJ even attempted a nice little mid range. I know we were talking about the shot chart the last few games. He attempted that in the first quarter, yeah. uh, and then it quickly went downhill, and he reverted back to who he is, man. In the paint were threes. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. in between uh, Raptors, you know, looked discombobulated, which is understandable. Um, mm-hmm. They have a whole new coaching staff for the year. They have a whole new set of players, pretty much. Yeah. The Knicks have been together for a while. Knicks just added one piece because the other two guys are not playing. Yeah. And, you know, they looked the part. They looked like the more well-oiled machine. The Raps just looked like, um, uh, they just looked like a confused team, man. That's that's pretty much yeah, all I can say. And, I and one other small note that always pisses me off with Toronto teams. Mm-hmm. Why do we always give guys, like, extra stats and, like, extra milestones like Julius Randle getting a triple double, like fuck off, man. Oh, I like, know. This guy's not a passer. Like no. since when, man? Jules. But then yeah. we gotta do that, you know. Like, and it just those things just irritate me so much with Toronto teams. Yeah. I remember being at the game with my dad a long time ago when Shaq was on the Heat, 
and he got the second triple double of his career with assists. <laughs> and I was sitting there like as a kid, and even I knew it was wrong, man. You know, like we we got we got to stop giving did, these guys these milestones. Did man. your dad still wear the Elvis hair taking you to the game? No, no, no. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> we still need to talk about that. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the truth, man. It's like, and then you get you get the stars too. They get to like overreact, you know, like Jalen Brunson screaming at the fans. It's always it's always yeah. like a mo- moments like that against the raps. Like I get exactly what you're saying. What about you, Max? What what was your one vibe? Your one your one word you got for me? Um, punching bag. Jeez. Yeah, it was. You know, it was like it was like man, we played the sucker role, yeah, we and did. uh, you know, the Knicks got to stun out in front of everybody, mm-hmm. and you know, we played the Washington Generals. You know, it was uh, wasn't a good look. Wasn't a good look. Um, I can't really put it on any one thing in particular, but we we just sort of got all class uh, starting line, bench coaching, yeah. Uh, yeah, execution, toughness. I mean, wow, pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when we hit our threes, though, we we are very competitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We have yeah, the kind of team. We have the kind of team where if our threes are going down, I think we can keep up with everybody except for maybe the top three teams. You know. Yeah. Well, what I, I agree with both of you was uh, punching bag, man. Yeah, that hurts. Um, I mean, I, Madison yeah. Square. Like, I know. We're on the I stage. We're on the stage. I know. I know. <laughs> it's, um, you know, the first day, it was almost like it was a setup. You know what I mean? Like, to, it, was, it felt like a setup. <laughs> a setup. <laughs> yeah, it was a setup. That, that's my word. Yeah, that was my, that's my word, setup. It felt like we, we got, got the Kashi. We got yeah. the Tashi. <laughs> yeah, for real. They like put us out there, they like boom, and then just blasted us the second half. Just oh no, no, no. This is how it's supposed to be. We're doing this for our fans. We wrote this. This is it was written. You know what I mean? Um one thing I, I want to get out of there is an OG um definitely has plugged the whole to go off what you were saying, A Rod. Yeah, perfect little piece, isn't he? To in New York right there. Like that that they brought up a stat, his plus minus since he joined the team. It's just wild. But it is what it is. It's the same old OG, but it's just it seems that, you know, they love they it. Definitely, they definitely love um, it. They definitely won the battle. I hope we win the war. But um Yes, the long term marathon. It, yeah, it's the sprint, but the marathon. Yeah. When it comes like to that. the trade. When it comes to the trade, they definitely came out on top in the short term. I like that. You see Bruce Brown's quote at the end of the game, he's selling himself he wants to be a New York Nick like tomorrow. Okay. You see, did you see that? No. He got he got interviewed the, that post game. He, he based they they asked him about trade rumors. He's like, well, oh man, the Knicks love the Knicks. He's like Thibodeau. I, I'm I'm a Thibodeau guy. He's, he's <laughs> like literally talking like that. Like, I'm a Thibodeau guy. Respect Thibodeau. New York Knicks. They got something going here. I mean, it'd be a perfect piece. I, I'm a dog. He was like selling. He was he was resuming himself to the New York mm-hmm. Knicks in a mm-hmm. post game to Michael Grange. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Like, I appreciate mean, yourself to the all. fans. We've seen Zion do it his rookie year, too. Like, New York gets people amped. Yeah, I guess. But they flip out. They turn into... Um, I, I think he was just more shocked, you know, of just being traded to the, the Raptors. Whole thing. He, like, if the Raptors had a better record, I think most people wouldn't be opposed to coming here. Most guys seem to like it here. It's uh, weird timing right now. Maybe, maybe not, like, you know, maybe not in the long term because most of these American guys don't want to stay here. But, you know, overall, like, there's nothing wrong with the actual city. No, we no, they tell you everybody's like, a top three city, NBA yeah, city. Man, we got a good crowd. We got a diverse, like, multicultural kind of angle. We got tons of food. We got, 
I mean, we got nice girls, but a lot of them are assholes in the city. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, when we're winning, we're a very attractive uh, team in the city. Yeah. But if we're losing and you got to deal with the cold and the taxes yeah, um, yeah. and the yeah, fan base. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The fan base is pretty cool. No, no. But when you're losing the fan base, you feel it. Because the fan uh -huh. base is heavy. We, you know, yeah, yeah, still, yeah. We, we actually have, have fans that ones. care. Yeah, we they, have they fans care. that yeah, care. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. I, I do mm. think we have a lighter fan base though than other NBA franchises because you know what, like, because of do care. We do care, mm. but most of our attention is put on the Leafs. Mm. You know, like if the Leafs won the cup here, this city oh would burn God. down. Oh, I know what I'm like, doing. If, if, you they, think, they, I'm... if you think the Raptors winning mm. was was crazy, no, no, no. I mean, the Leafs, like, you wouldn't even have a city tomorrow, man. This shit would look like yeah. Walking Dead Season 7 out here, man. I've always <laughs> had a plan in the back of my head of what I'm going to do the day. It's going to be it's gonna be like the L.A. riots. I know what two stores I'm going to. I'm not going to say it <laughs> on air right now, but I know where I'm going, what I'm getting, what I'm taking, and what I'm bringing home. <laughs> in a matter of 45 minutes, I'll get it done. It's I mean, gonna... the Leafs better hurry up because the city is splitting into t younger fans that are just Raptor people and older fans like us that are like grew up in that Leaf tradition. That that Leaf dominance isn't what it was when we were younger. You know what I mean? I, it'll always be here. I, I kind of disagree. The, the, it's just it's it's in the blood. It's like it's family. It gets lineage. It it, just I feel like down. it used to be. Yeah. I feel like it used to be, but I don't feel it like that like that nowadays. I feel like yeah. the Raptors are really making inroads into being a very very popular team well oh, i agree with you on that 100 yeah, no, i think oh 100 percent that for sure man yeah, the yeah. Leafs, like i mean the media pressure on the leafs is absolutely oh insane God. compared to the raptors yeah, yeah when you talk about media oh, pressure Doug of Smith. course of course i'm not talking about i'm talking about in the streets right here yeah, like yeah, what yeah, it yeah, what yeah. it really is like what it really is i feel yeah. like the raptors are really slowly taking some of that uh market share away from the leafs yeah, I, mean, I could agree with you on that. I, I kind of mm -hmm. get your point now. I see what you're trying to say. Yeah, it uh, it has changed. The balance the balance of power has definitely shifted in this city. I don't know about the country, but the, in the city. No, no, sure. no, in the city, just the yeah, city. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think the younger generation is not leaf crazy like how we came up. Even if you didn't like the Leafs, you still followed them when the playoffs started you were still amped you were still in the bar you know what yeah, i mean yeah yeah i don't think the younger generation has that kind of attach attachment to the least like i think the raptors are slowly trying to take that spot right there yeah well is there is there anything else from that game you you, you boys noticed uh you want to bring up or do you just want to yeah get... i just want to talk a little bit about the knicks actually just a couple Let's of things it. a couple of small things um you know the knicks weren't exactly a great defensive team over the mm -hmm. last couple of years. Every time you'd watch them, they'd rarely force turnovers, right? Mm -hmm. And come to think of it, now they still don't actually force a lot of turnovers. If you take a look at their stats, they're pretty much the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. But if you look at the way that OG has impacted the team, if you forget about all the plus minus and you just go to strictly to the eye test, yeah, it's very difficult for teams to actually uh, run certain plays on them and run screen and rolls, run those like cutting actions, like, and he's there. He's there making the shots more difficult and more challenging, right? I think it was in our game. Uh, I think it was first quarter. It might have been like RJ trying to bounce pass to Jonte Porter going down the lane. Mm. And he went there, and he just made the shot extremely difficult, and it turned into a fast-break opportunity for the, for the Knicks, right? Now, you won't see that on the box score. You'll just see like an 0-for-1 for a field goal, right? But that doesn't tell the story, right? 
And that's what he does. So it, it was, you know what? It's good for OG. I'm happy for him, man. I honestly didn't want him on this team anymore. I'm not going to deny it. Mm. It's just not t- my type of player, but I'm happy to see him succeed elsewhere. Uh, man, I'm, I 100% agree with you. I'm happy to see him smile. I'm happy to see him play. I'm happy to see him get his time. Thibodeau's giving him 40 plus minutes every single night. And it's yeah, funny. the trade, um, the trade woke him up. Yeah, when yeah. he was on the Raptors, he was getting lackadaisical. He was getting lazy. He was getting comfortable. The trade, you can see it. Like he's playing yeah, like right. he did when yeah. he was on his way up. When he was, mm-hmm. everybody was talking about OG, and and then yeah. you know he got comfortable, you know, and we yeah. got rid of him, and then now you see him back in that space when he was one of the uh, younger players. Yeah. yeah, you're one of the younger players you you would bet on, you know. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. And Thibodeau loves him. You know, if Thibodeau well, loves Thibodeau's you, you're wearing him out already. You, yeah. you, like <laughs> these, these these athletes need to recognize these teams don't care about you. You yeah, need to funny. understand. So, somebody brought it up to Thibodeau. They're like, you know, you've played him forty plus minutes, four games straight. And Thibodeau's like, yeah, he came from Toronto. Like basically trying to say that he's used to it, like with Nick Nurse, but Nick Nurse never did that to him. They went back and they said, actually, no, he, they still never did it this much to the poor guy. They were comparing him to like Luol Deng, man. Remember how oh. he wore out Luol Deng so bad? He sure like, did. Well, he wore out everybody. Not, there's not one Dang, player he didn't wear out. There's not one player he didn't try and wear out. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> well, speaking of wear out, boys, Um. so listen, I... I don't know how to put this, boys, but so I was walking outside, right? And uh, <laughs> I had a friend come up to me on the street and he's like, hey, yo, Poey, what's going on? I haven't seen you in a while. I'm like, hey, I haven't seen you. He's like, you got some glasses now. I'm like, yeah, my eyes started to go a little bit, so I had to get some glasses. He's like, yeah, my eyes are going a bit too. But uh, before I get glasses, do you know where I can get some, like, maybe like a supplement for my eyes? Maybe some, like, a, a pilled version of carotene, the stuff you get in the carrots? You know about carrots. You're a carrot top. I'm like, yeah, shut your mouth. Out. that's not too funny and he's like yeah yeah anyways you know of any shops in the city we can get some supplements i'm like uh, let me ask the guys you guys know of any shops man, go find we, got, we got the place just for you man and your what's boy, that man. oh it's popeye supplements you know what that means folks this is another edition of this or that, that. brought to you by popeye supplements all right, boys. So we're going to stay in New York, and I, I I put in some work on this one. This one's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to start oh, slow, and it's going to get heavy, and it's going to get real fun here. Okay, for the first one, this is light. This is light, but we're going to start with the fight, okay? So the first fight we got, we got our coach, Darko Ryakovic, in this corner God, for man. a street fight. Yeah, man, oh, Darko. Man. They've been Damn. calling uh, fouls and travels on LeBron ever since he went on that rant, baby. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's our guy. So we got Darko versus, of course, Mr. Tom Devereaux, the oh, New York Knicks head coach. Man. So we got Darko versus Tibbs is old school, man. Tibbs is old school. And you could tell he's been in some heaters, man, because his voice worn out and everything. But Darko. He smokes heaters. It looks like hey, he smokes yeah, heaters he at halftime. Sure <laughs> Darko's like that undercover dude, though, that he's been in that, he's been in that Serbian war, man. And yes. Uh-huh. You could tell, like, he's, he's seen some shit, man. So I'm going to mm-hmm. go with Darko. <laughs> you going Darko on home team, yeah. huh? Going yeah, with Darko. Okay, so 1-0 for Darko. I like that. What would you say? He looked like he's been in a war. Yeah, man. <laughs> Serbs don't play, man. No, they don't, man. 
All right, one over Darko. Who do you got, Max? You got we got Tom Thibodeau or Darko Rakovich. Oh wow. Uh, I got a shout out Thibodeau first because I love okay. miserable coaches. He's one of, <laughs> he's one of the coaches I root for. He's just so miserable. He's a football coach trapped in the NBA and That's you know like one. yeah, him and him and the Van Gundys are just just forever miserable. I just oh, love uh, rooting for those guys. Yeah. They yeah. suck they suck as coaches, but man, they're funny watching those dudes. So but uh yeah. always I'm rooting, I'm going for the hometown guy. Man. And yeah. you never mess with you never mess with Eastern Europeans, man. You no. just don't do that, man. No, no, no I'm with <laughs> that, you. That whole part of the world is tough. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> man. So that's two O for Darko. I like how you describe. It. It's just a miserable, miserable old man. Like I guarantee, underneath that suit right there, it's a yellow tank, a yellow wife beater tank top. That's just. It used to be. It used to be a uh, fruit of the loom white, you know. But then on the oh, next XL, now it's yellow, bro, with a little bit of blood from an so, incident. Uh, he just calls it the say, incident. I thought you were gonna say it was yellow and he, uh, or it was white, and uh, he went on a vacation to Caribbean, man, he put on the sunscreen. And it just got caught on there and he never washed it. <laughs> no, it, it's yellow because it's just he's lazy and it's got a little bit of blood on it because he had an incident with the old lady and he doesn't like he's to one of talk those guys about that, it. He's one of those guys who comes to the screen door and the cops back in the day. <laughs> bad yeah. boy, bad yeah. boy. He comes, to the, he comes to the screen door at that white feeder. <laughs> and then they look at his TV. He's watching an old VHS of cops. <laughs> He loved that show, Cops, for sure. Just yelling at the TV. Like, oh, get him, get him, get him, boy. Oh, yeah. He's one of those they're coming to get you. They're coming to get you. No, they're coming to get you. Dirty old man. Well, no, it's not even a question. It's a, I'm, I'm going, I'm riding with Darko 100%. Yes, sir. I like both your takes on that. You don't, you don't fuck with the Eastern European, absolutely not. Because this guy too, like this guy, this guy, he just overeats, and this guy could go weeks without food. Weeks. <laughs> Darko could go weeks without food and still whoop your ass. So Darko three O, oh, that's an easy sweep. All right, so I knew that one would be a nice, nice little start. Now this one. This one popped on me while I was running. I'm like, how do I do the parties? How do I do the party segment? Well, you know what? New York is a party city. New York is the city that doesn't sleep, as we know. And if you've ever been there, it is a lot of fun. But they have three major, major, major sports teams. And I wondered in my head, I wonder who gets more play? Who gets more, my, my old school French, who gets more honeys? Who has more fun in the city? Do the Rangers, okay, or the Knicks, or the Yankees? Ooh. Who do you think gets more play in the city? Who is more kingly? Who gets more ass? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to ask. I, in I the thought city. you were. I thought you were going to mention the Islanders or the Mets. Man. No, 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 hey. no. I, I was going to put the Mets. That's funny you say that. I was going to put the Mets over the Yankees because I can't stand the Yankees. But at the same time, this is this is a Toronto podcast, so I don't want to. You know, I was yeah. gonna, I was actually going to do that, but uh, you know, let's just keep it brand name here. So Rangers, Knicks, Yankees. Oh, Who's getting Yankees. more ass? 
Yankees, Yankees. Man. No question. Yankees. You throw on those pinstripes, man. Everybody's on you in that city, man. <laughs> it's like it, it's it's like a it's like a gift and a curse, man. You yeah. do whatever the hell you want to do in that city with those pinstripes on, but everybody knows you and they know your batting average. They know what you were hitting in spring training. You, man, you're catching you're catching strays all day, man. That's a good point. So that's a good point. All right, yeah, I like that one zero for the Yankees. So who do you got, Max? We got the Rangers. We got the Knicks, and we got the Yankees. Who's getting more play with the Honeys? Uh, man, I want to say the Rangers because I kind of know the kind of parties they're going through. <laughs> yeah. a, lot of, a lot of girls in the bathroom with, with mm. mirrors, you know what I mean? Like, um. <laughs> I've been to some like, of those parties, man. Making it sound like American Psycho, man. <laughs> you know, it's, it's true, though. Come on, you know the Rangers are going to those kind of parties. Matthew but, Barnaby, those boys. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you know the the ghost of Derek Jeter, one of the um, one of the kings of of hitless. You know what I'm saying? Like his hitless is absolutely top notch. And so I'm pretty sure the Yankees are trying to, like, keep up with that tradition that Derek Jeter set. So I'm going with the Yankees for sure. You're going with the Yankees. Okay, so 2-0 Yankees. <laughs> Man, I saw you were kind of close to side with these Rangers. Yeah, Rangers, though, bro. I can picture it. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, <laughs> okay, so it's 2-0 for the Yankees. Now, I was... 100% I agree with you like Yankees I'm sure like, if I was a Yankee I would wear those Yankee pinstripe pants everywhere I go I would go out I got my Yankee tight pants on. I go for dinner wait excuse me sir and yeah I'm a Yankee you're wearing your yeah I'm wearing my Yankee pants with that the would belt, be stunning with the dust at the top with the belt yeah, that like, would just be dusting out before I come in <laughs> I just stole third like Ricky Henderson right but no 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 I'm not gonna go because who was the one was it A-Rod who was with uh, J-Lo Alex Rodriguez? Yeah, yeah Alex Rodriguez with J-Lo, yes. I heard, yeah. too, a story about Alex Rodriguez that in his condo or in his house, this guy is such an arrogant dude. He has yes, pictures he of himself without yep. a shirt on. Yep. In his house. Yep, yep. Anyways, so just for that, I'm not picking the Yankees. So who I am going to pick <laughs> is between the Rangers and the Knicks. I uh, thought the Knicks... Yeah, I'm going to go with... The Rangers. And the reason I'm going to go with the Rangers is because they had Mark Messier. Uh-huh. <laughs> they had Gretzky, the great yep. one. They had they had an athlete yeah, called the great one. Anybody that gets the name the great one oh, yeah, just they puts a... Yeah, they, it puts like a, 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 a... Just a twilight over you, right? And you're in New York. And I just think that that party with the mirrors, like you were saying. Yes, sir. Yes, Magic sir. Barnaby, Mark Richter. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... <laughs> It's just, you know, I don't know. I just have a feeling <laughs> that it's they're getting just tremendous. <laughs> like, that's Donald Trump was a tremendous, tremendous ass out there in New I York. I think Donald Trump might have been at a few of those parties. I mean, shoot. Guaranteed Epstein, that. too. <laughs> Epstein, too. And, and uh, what's his name, too? The owner of the Knicks now, supposedly. James he's, Dolan, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he ran into some trouble. Oh, wow. Uh, so we'll go. It's two, two, two for the Yankees, one for the Rangers, and uh, I salute the Knicks. I'm sure. I'm sure the Knicks are having a good time as well. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. All right, this one here, boys. This one's fun. This one, this one, I took a little time on. So, imagine. Okay, let me set the table first. Imagine Scorsese comes up to you and says, "Listen, Ara, listen, Max B, mm-hmm. I'm gonna produce the documentary of you, of your life." Okay, yeah. an hour and a half. I'm gonna produce it. 
All right. It's unbelievable already, man. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> no, but it's beautiful though. Okay. So, but he says to you, okay, I'll do everything, the visuals, everything, but the music, the music, you have to tell me who is going to produce the instrumental on the intro and who's got the credits. Okay. And we got the list right here. So first, the options you have are DJ Premier, mm -hmm. Havoc, mm -hmm. we have uh, Chef Requan, mm -hmm. Swiss Beats, Easy Moby Baby, mm -hmm. Q-Tip, RZA, Alchemist, Large Professor, or DJ Muggs. And a lot of people don't know DJ Muggs was born in Queens. A lot of people don't know that DJ Muggs was born in Queens, so he is actually okay. from New York. So who's got the intro to the documentary of your life? It's just an instrumental. There's no vocals. It's just instrumental. It's just the music. And who's got the credits? You pick two. Who's got it? A-Rod, you want to start? Who do you got? Intro, RZA. Ooh. No question for me, man. RZA. Like, I love everything Woo. Um so many classic albums just the samples alone this guy uses that's perfect for me and my personality mm -hmm, mm -hmm. throw on some old asian kung fu movie right in the beginning just <laughs> see that's what i want the description of it so you got lead it right into my life and then for the credits yeah yeah who do you got do i have to pick somebody else you yeah well hey, if you want to do that i was just I giving just, you I options double up on rizzo man oh I don't, I don't even care about the rest of the guys no disrespect i like <laughs> care a lot I like Havoc. I don't really care about Swizzy. Alchemist is underrated. Mm -hmm. uh, the rest of the guys, like, they're good, but no, I, I got to go RZA twice. So you go RZA on both. Yeah. All right, Max P. Oh, okay. You got an intro to your life, Doc, and the credits. Um, the and, list no, and, and hold on. The before list. you start, before you start, no, I, I was going to put guys like Evil D, and I was going to put uh, Prince Paul and stuff like that, but it just, I had to stop because the list is too large in New York City. So, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Go, let's go, go with the list. Let's run the list one more time because this is a great, great okay. list Okay. All right. So, first we got, we got DJ Premier. Mm -hmm. Then we have Havoc. Mm -hmm. Then we have the Chef Raekwon. Then mm -hmm. we have Swiss Beats. Easy Mo B, B. Q Tip, Q -tip. RZA, RZA, Alchemist, Alchemist, Professor, Professor, Mugs, Mugs. Uh, <laughs> there is something you can't understand. <laughs> oh, oh man, kill a man. I got the psychorealm one today. Actually, hand on the pump. Side off shotgun. Oh my yeah. goodness, cases. Man, yeah, a lot of people okay. know it's from Queens. There's a lot of people from Queens. I mean, shoot, Queens and Brooklyn got so many folks that are born there and and, and move somewhere else. It's crazy. Yep, yep, but yep. I'm gonna go with the intro. I'm gonna go with. It's gotta be the RZA. It's gotta be the RZA. Oh, you both my RZA. He raised nice. us. Like he raised yeah. us. Like what are we supposed to do? Like the yeah. RZA is so heavy when you think about it. Like. Like that's when we started yeah. to like, think about stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, no, you're right. And the was there, <laughs> you know, like to provide the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, and then with the outro, yeah, the I'm credits. gonna go the credits. Yeah, the credits. I'm gonna go with Havoc. Ooh. That that um wow. the uh, the um the infamous album <laughs> and the um murder music album even though alchemist was starting to come in there yeah, around yeah. those times but still yeah. havoc like havoc was crazy in that 
oh in that gosh. era right there. Right, like right after that second album, Havoc mm. turned into a monster. Monster. Yeah. Do you know that too? At the start of Shook was that that was the gas stove. He oh, recorded yeah? the sound on the gas stove. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. Crazy. I heard him describing making beats, and he says he sees the beats in colors. Yeah, he's 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 a monster, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. So you have RZA on your intro, and you yes. have Havoc for the credits. Oh, that's beautiful. And A <laughs> Rod is RZA on both. Mm-hmm. All right, for me, for me, I get I I, I know right away, and uh, right away I'm going on. I, I basically would sit him down. I'd be like, "Listen, I want you to go old school, old school R&B sample, and keep it real smooth and real uh-huh, slick. Uh-huh. I'm getting the easy Moby, Moby okay. on the intro. I want Damn. old school. Yep, bro, yep. I can't even imagine the kind of rhythm he would give you. Oh my, easy Moby and uh, Clark Kent when he was in the Jay Z when Clark Kent did that politics as usual for Jay-Z, man. And I'm bringing a whole sack of the strongest Cali weed I can bring and just give it to him and say, all right, just make the smoothest, most laid-back 70s R&B sample track you can do and just give it to me. Easy Moby on the intro. And on the outro, uh, I'm going to go, I am going to go with Mugs. Okay. I'm gonna go with mugs on the on the outro on the credits, <laughs> and I want I want mugs to just take a bunch of mushrooms, and I want him to and basically say I want you to do your impression of what you think you could make Massive Attack sound like, and then I want him to do his impression of Massive Attack on a bunch of mushrooms, and that would be the the outro to that documentary. So there we go, <laughs> and that's that. That 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 one would be fun, babe. And then Julie Black on the on the hook, if there were gonna be any vocals, just to give it a little <laughs> Toronto. Right. Uh, last thing, man, I wanted to give a shout out, and I want to give a shout out to every single time the Raptors are in New York. I want to give a shout out to the MSG, man, to Madison Square Garden, to to the Mecca, because it just doesn't it just have a vibe, just the way they have their lights, just yep. the way they have, just you know, just the way it's presented. The, the the glamour the the flash the the history uh i just i just love it and it's just like it could be now 2024 and i watch a game and i still see reggie you know center court giving the choke to, yeah, to spike yeah. and 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 it's just i just want to give a big shout out to madison square garden even though dolan has got his name in there and his his dirty paws are in, in it, but uh, yeah. What you got is Charles your Oakley got, got Charles Oakley kicked out the game. That's, That's wild and crazy. Saying. So, wild what is your crazy. favorite MSG <laughs> moment, if you have one that that you can remember? Um, that, that, uh, yeah, it got to be the it got to be the fight, man, with the Heat and the Knicks back in the oh. day, man. I forgot, I forgot what year that was in the playoffs. Maybe 98, 99? 99, I think, man. Yeah, yeah. Van Gundy grabbing onto his leg, man. <laughs> For his dear life, man. I that was back that. in the day when those boys were wild, man. They yeah. had PJ Brown. That's a, I was trying to My remember God. what his name was. PJ Brown. Morning. Yep. Damn, yep. man. That that that's when that guys was... still fought. Yeah, I yeah. love that shit, man. man. Throw me in that era all day, man. <laughs> what about you, Max? favorite msg moment uh my favorite msg moment has got to be the uh the elevator dunk that michael jordan did oh when he had they had him trapped by the baseline yeah, and, yeah, oh. fake and, go back, and, and he went up to dunk on patrick ewan and patrick ewan started to started to come down 
and Jordan was still going up. Yeah, he pushed him down, but we couldn't see that at the time. It was great. It was just the the effect of, yeah. you know what I mean, a man falling down while another man's still going up. It was Air Jordan for real, for real, you know? Yeah, it was legendary. <laughs> for me, it was Reggie. Uh, I was a huge Reggie Miller fan growing up. Uh, mm-hmm. And so Reggie doing The villain. That. Yeah, man. Him and Spike going <laughs> at it. And, what was it? Eight points in. Yeah, yeah. In, uh, yeah, yeah. That was legendary. Oh, no, no. That was legendary. That was 35, sorry. It was eight points in what? Uh, six seconds? Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, it was crazy. Never it seen was crazy. Like that. And he, it was crazy. And, and I loved that, that Pacer team, too. I was so I was so conflicted because I loved the Bulls, but I also yeah. loved the Pacers. I loved that Pacers team. And um, that, and, and then to give a Raptors moment is when Alvin hit, you know, give uh, Alvin Williams a big shot, or when Alvin hit that big shot when we were in the playoffs. And that was a huge shot for the Raptors when he hit that one, and uh, that was a huge moment, and that was on a big stage. So uh, shout out to Alvin Williams uh, for that shot. But uh, let's, get, let's get out of New York now. Mm-hmm. So I think we're done giving them that much praise because it's still fuck the Knicks. I gave you enough praise here. It's like New York, yeah, it's great, great, but fuck the Knicks, okay? <laughs> Let's get it straight. Let's get it right. Like, all right. So this was another edition of This or That brought to you by Popeye Supplements. Yes, indeed. All right, let's go around the NBA. I got a couple of notes. I want to see what you guys think. But first things first, Paul Pierce threw a little bit of shade at Udonis Haslam getting his number retired. And uh, what is what is Paul Pierce? What is your problem, man? I see you on a podcast wearing sunglasses inside. Like, what is your problem, man? <laughs> on a podcast, <laughs> and now you're throwing shade at Udonis Haslam for getting his number retired. Like, do you guys see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't oh, see man. that. Come on, man. It, it, it doesn't surprise me, though. It doesn't surprise me. It's crazy. Guy's still going at it in retirement. But, hey, that's what it is, man. He it's just doesn't like Isaiah. stop. You know, Isaiah still likes to talk about MJ all the time, man. Yeah, yeah. Isaiah's a hater anyway, so. Yeah, and I mean, and Haslam, Haslam's like, he's a tough guy. Everybody respects him. But he's easy to pick on if you're brave enough to, to throw that shot, right? So I guess here comes you can Paul look Pierce. at Paul being here brave. Here comes sloppy yeah. Paul Pierce yeah. stumbling into the room, you know. <laughs> yeah. he he's like a drunk uncle, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like one of those guys, you know. Yeah, he is. You can count on him to say that inappropriate thing and For make sure. things awkward, and, and you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look what he did at his work, man. He just. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, he had a good time, man. Yeah, this man was wilding out. What uh, <laughs> anything else? I I was gonna talk about uh, Bagley. He had two straight games with twenty and ten, but then today Gafford came back uh, and started, and money bags went back to being money bags. So I don't know. Is there anything else you guys saw around the NBA you want to bring up that caught your eye, or caught your heart? Uh, ooh, what are we what are we thinking about right now? Yeah. Um, Phoenix getting it together. Yeah. That's oh surely, yeah. But surely, yeah, they're getting it together. See, as soon as I as soon as I gave up on them, they started to get it together. Ain't that something? Yeah, they need they need a little <laughs> bit of time to get together and play games because a lot of these guys are just injured for so long. It felt like it was like Brooklyn Nets 2.0. And Grayson's been killing it. Yeah, yeah, I hate that guy. Though. Yeah. I like Grayson, man. I, I like can't Grayson. look at him, man. I can't look at him, man. He's it's funny in college. He was right one there. annoying. Yeah, in college he was one annoying piece of shit. Though, holy, yeah. still to this day, man. I I. Can't believe people aren't more annoyed with him, man. Remember what he did to Gary Payton two years ago? What did Gary Payton's son? When he pushed him in the yeah, air? Yeah, but he didn't really. Uh, no, no, purpose, no, though. man. Anybody that knows if you play ball and you go up and somebody touches you like that, that's a, man. No, uh, no, no, no. I can't let that go, man. Uh, if, I was, I if, I was, if I was GP's teammate, I would have kicked this guy in the throat. I don't care if I get 10 games, I think, man. Uh, 
I think it's his rep that made it seem like, you know, okay, you're not getting a pass for that type of thing. Yeah, he's he has a bad rep. You're not, yeah. He has a bad rep, and, and I, I don't knock anybody that doesn't give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, he earned that, you know? Yeah, yeah. He, he, but he so far, take... he hasn't got, so far, nobody punched him in the face yet, you know? <laughs> Has he not been punched in the face? Already, like, got in a fight yet? No idea. I don't think so, no. Yeah, he should have. Because that would have been a meme. People would have loved to see him get punched in the face, right? Yeah. All right, yeah. All right, yeah. I, I, I just noticed that, that he's actually playing really well. And it's not because somebody's injured, too. He's just playing well. And, you know, good for Grayson, man. I'm not a Grayson Allen fan, uh, but good for Grayson. I mean, go get it. He's the type of dude that, you know, he would take play wrestling too far. You know what I mean? Like, he's that, you know, you remember that guy? He would, like, choke you out and, like, really yep, choke yep, you out. Yep. Like, no, dude, yeah, like, why yeah, are you taking really. it this far? Come on, man. We're supposed to be boys. Like, what are you doing? Yep, yep. And, Broken you know, arm, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Towel whip your nuts. You know what I mean? Like, no, man. Like, you could stop me from having children in the future. That's not funny. Grayson, yep, he's one Grayson. of those. He's one of those. Yeah, he probably grew up by a hog farm or something. He got, he got a bunch. I was watching this documentary called "You Are What You Eat" with this twin experiment, and they, these poor people that I don't even know why I'm saying this, but it just disgusted me. And these, these poor people in North Carolina live beside these hog farms, and the, yep, way, they, yep. they, the way they get the way they get rid of the the manure and the access yeah. urine from the hogs is they spray it. And it goes into these people's homes. It goes into their food. And goes into their clothes hanging outside. And people are getting sick. And I'm like, how is this? How are you not suing the entire country for every They don't even operate. They don't even operate until they got the lawyer saying nobody can sue you in this state. That's how they move. (laughs) I was just disgusted, man. I almost didn't want to do the pod because that. Like, it really grossed me out. I'm like, no, I feel sick. Like, I feel sick to my stomach. These poor people, man. And they do it in these poor neighborhoods where people don't have enough money to get a lawyer to be able to fight this. And they're still hanging their clothes outside to dry. And it's got this pig shit on it and like anyways and it's all because it's very easy to pay off a politician it's it's ridiculously oh, easy just to hey look the other way yeah. and they spray a manure in the air baby oh, my gosh. <laughs> all right all right let's get out of there that, that's how it just took a dark turn man just took a dark turn took a shitty turn huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. okay okay let's go here all right so that's enough with the nba and uh hog shit um so next up is tomorrow night uh the memphis grizzlies with nobody except jaron jackson um, i swear to god if these guys don't win man oh my god. i know i said last time I don't care about the wins, not the losses, but I do care when it comes to this. Like, to that game. Listen, man, these guys got nobody in there. That's a G League team with one dude that's overrated, David Roddy. <laughs> so yeah. just, man, please, for the love yeah. of God, win the game, man. I, I, if they don't win this one, yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Man. I don't I don't. You know. might see me on CP24, man, just... <laughs> People just looking for me, man. <laughs> man on Danforth without shirt on. We think he's on PCP. Yeah. Man. <laughs> man. Oh, man. What about you, Nathan Max? Downer, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, Nathan Downer. Does um, he, sorry, does he still work at CP? He doesn't no, still I think work he's, at CP. Uh, what's his name? Um, Tyson uh, knocked him out of the city. Yeah, I think he's at uh, CTV now. Is he? Yeah. can't believe he has a job still. No. Yeah, mainstream TV is dying slowly, like... It sure yeah. is, man. Um, Max, what, what about you? Seeing Memphis tomorrow, seven thirty p.m. <clears throat> what would you like to see? Um, professionalism. We gotta yes. start like handling business. Like it's starting to. We're starting to turn into like uh, a little bit of a laughing stock out here. You know, it's time mm. to start. 
earning some respect and letting people know that you're gonna have you're gonna have a tough game when you play the Raptors. Yeah. You know, like yeah, gotta start building some kind of reputation out here. Hundred percent. We got no rep, no identity. You know. Yeah. And and you know with the whole I was actually quite I was I was excited to have Bruce Brown you talk about identity and mm-hmm. and then Bruce Brown saying that wild shit at the post game yesterday talking about yeah Thibodeau but type. he's coming I, like, in that's embarrassing I didn't like that at all yeah actually but, he, but he's coming in like um like uh like like transfer at the subway station yeah it's, yeah. It's, you know it's <laughs> he's not coming into Toronto like just comfortable like, like I'm yeah, gonna nah, be here man. you know he's, you know, just he's coming on, he's coming on that 25 Don Mills bus man the big yeah. station man yeah he's coming on yep. that shit and he's like oh where, where do I go from here man it's yep, shit yep. everywhere at Pape Station man yeah. do I go downstairs on the you know the eastbound line do I go west mm. I don't know man like, he took the Lansdowne bus too long yeah, yeah. Uh, he's not even he's not even staying to get a uh, chocolate he's, bar or nothing he's he's hopping actually, on the actually you know what Rowdy's on right now man he's mm. on that 501 Queen streetcar man oh forever he's seeing all sorts of shit on that thing man we're talking about out of here man talking about seeing some wild shit I remember I used to take the Dufferin bus all the time right I used to yeah, live yeah. up anyways I used to take Dufferin bus into uh, into work and there was just one time I swear to god this happened you can't make this shit up I was getting on and or I was I was already on and this guy comes on I see some commotion at the front of the bus right and yeah. it was way back in the day that there was no air conditioning so it was really hot too it was the middle of summertime and that was when they didn't put the windows down either I don't know what that was all about but anyway so it was just stifling right mm-hmm. see some commotion at the front of the bus I'm like what is going on all of a sudden I see this guy coming down the center of the Dufferin bus swear to god Swear to God, he had a chicken coop, a cage with a live chicken <laughs> wearing an Orlando Magic Shack jersey. <laughs> oh, what? They let him on with a chicken. Oh, was like, my and he's goodness sweating gracious. bullets. There's hair, like the feathers from the chicken going all over the place. I'm like, this is crazy. Bro, yeah. bro I would have got off that bus. <laughs> I had to stay because I had to get to work. What else am I oh, going to do, man? man. R- run to work? I would now, but anyways. I wanted to leave this. Okay, so I wanted to leave this on a, on a nice note. Since we're in New York, I'm going to go back in for a moment to one of the biggest legends in the entire world, but also New York, is Mr. John Gotti. And as hey, I was hey. looking up John Gotti before we started this, I looked up John Gotti quotes. Now, I want to read a couple of quotes. Rest in, uh, rest in peace. Uh, John Gotti, okay? And let, let this sink, sink in before we uh, end this episode. So here's John Gotti. How many times have I told you not to hit people in the face? You kick them in the body where it doesn't show. <laughs> All right, here's another one. <laughs> that one, I love that one. Here's another one. I never lie because I don't fear anyone. You only lie when you're afraid. <laughs> There's <laughs> another one. I told her once I wasn't good at anything. She told me survival is a talent. <laughs> and the last one. My lord told me a joke, and seeing him laugh has done more for me than any scripture I will ever read. This guy doesn't even make sense on that one. That was one where it just sinks in. Is like, what you just say, John? Well, he was definitely, um, he was definitely the boss when he said that last the one. The right boss, there. yeah, the boss. Anyways, boys, <laughs> let's give a big shout out to our new listeners all around the world. Australia yes. is popping off. Japan is popping off. China is popping off. Iran is popping off. We're all over the world right Iran. now. Hey, shout out to Iran, man. Hey, yes, hey. yes. Yeah, so. Uh, 
Thank That's you. Hey, cool. if, we're, if, if we're building Raptor fans around the world right now, new Raptor fans, stick with them right now because these three guys you're looking at at the screen right now, Max, A-Rod, and myself, we've been through the trenches. We've gone to war with this team. We've sat through the softest basketball you could ever imagine and the <laughs> hardest games where it was painful to watch, where you barely watched it, but you still watched it. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. I can promise you that. Oh, for sure. The Raptors don't sell. It might get ugly, but we don't sell. We don't sell. All right, boys. Until next time. This was another episode of the Sportitos Toronto Raptor Podcast. And if you see a little heart, that means like, so hit it. Like I told you last time, that affects us. And that makes this show go above all the rest. And all the rest end up going below us. And that's where we're trying to go. We're trying to reach the top. And then mark my word, we will be at the top. And you better feel that.